This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Forecast today, mostly sunny, a high in the low 90s. Heat index values around 101, 102. A heat advisor will be going to effect again today at noon. Kathy Hochul says she wants to make a few things clear. There is only one governor in New York, and that's Andrew Cuomo, until she takes office on August 24th. There will be no place in her administration for anyone implicated of unethical behavior in the Cuomo administration, and her administration will never harbor toxic uh, top, toxic work environment. The incoming governor addressed the state and reporters yesterday. The Western New York moderate Democrat has been serving for the past several years as the state head of the Regional Economic Development Councils and is widely seen as a force that understands parts of the state outside of New York City. Hochul deferred a question from a cable news reporter about a possible pardon for the current governor, saying it was too early to discuss that issue, but later told a major network she has no plans for a pardon for the embattled governor. Hochul said during her afternoon address yesterday it was no secret that she was not close to Governor Cuomo physically or otherwise, spending most of her time traveling the state. The Buffalo area native was pressed, not for the first time in the day after Cuomo announced his resignation, about if she would be choosing someone from the downstate area to be her lieutenant governor. Hoko demurely replied she was looking at several candidates as her selection would be someone people would recognize. Hoko plans to announce the administration makeup and goals in another address once she becomes New York's 57th governor. WMBF First News Time 606. Broome County is renewing more frequent updates on COVID-19 pandemic issues locally as a surge in cases spreads across the state and the country. County Executive Jason Garner says another resident has died due to COVID-19 as dozens of new coronavirus cases are being reported daily. Garner reported yesterday morning that a woman in her 80s is the latest local resident whose death is attributed to the coronavirus. She is the 354th Broome County resident to die due to COVID-19. Garner says 37 new positive cases were recorded on Tuesday, bringing the total number of active cases in the county to 217, a 600% increase in cases over the last month. As of yesterday, 15 Broome County residents were hospitalized as a result of COVID-19. The county executive says most of the current spread of the virus is linked to the Delta variant, and most of the new cases are occurring in people who have not been vaccinated. Garner is strongly urging people to wear masks even if they have received a COVID-19 vaccine. People who are sick should stay home and seek medical guidance. Some 25,000 state employees working in Pennsylvania's state prison or health care and congregate care facilities are getting about a month to get vaccinated against COVID-19 or take weekly tests for the virus. Governor Tom Wolf announced Tuesday that workers in those jobs and all new hires at those facilities have until September 7th to get fully vaccinated or face regular testing. It applies to Pennsylvania's state hospital, veterans homes, community health centers, and homes for those with intellectual disabilities. The Pennsylvania Health Department says more than 63% of adult state residents are are fully vaccinated. State workers who prove they have been fully vaccinated also will be given an extra day off work as an incentive. 
WMBF First News Time 608. Broome County Sheriff's officials are investigating the cause of a fatal motorcycle crash this week in West Corners. Officials with the West Corners Fire Department say they were called to the Glendale Drive uh, to Glendale Drive at the intersection of Campville Road at around quarter of 12 Tuesday night and found driver 60 or 42-year-old Jason Crissel of the town of Union had been thrown from the Honda. He was pronounced dead a short time later. Authorities have said it appeared Crystal applied the brakes aggressively at the intersection, but it's not known if there was a mechanical problem, something entered the road, or there was some other contributing factor. Authorities have indicated the motorcycle may have been traveling at a high rate of speed. The sheriff's office is investigating. In addition to the West Corners Fire Department and Broome Sheriff's deputies, the Union Volunteer Ambulance Squad responded to the t- scene. The road was closed in that area for about two hours. If sky conditions cooperate, residents have a few more nights to take in the Perseid meteor shower. The celestial event is said to be at its peak last night, and a viewing had been planned at the Copernic Observatory in Vestal. Another clear sky program at Copernic is planned for Saturday. If the skies are clear, the observatory will be open to get a better view at the Shooting Star Show. Call 607-748-3685 on Saturday to see if the program will be happening that night. It's 609, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. services. Come to the Oakdale Mall on Wednesday, August 18th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. with your resume and leave with a new career at the Binghamton Job Fair. Go to this station's website for a complete list of businesses that are hiring. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBS. This is it. Early bird traffic, the first traffic and weather together updates in the Schwinn Tiers. And we can tell you at the moment we have no issues, at least no traffic issues to report to you. If you see something, say something. Our traffic tip line is available to you at 607-772-1290. And as we receive information throughout the morning, we will pass it on on First News Binghamton. The weather forecast from News Radio 1290 WNBF from the National Weather Service. Mostly sunny today. High 92. The heat index up to 101. And tomorrow... Rather, tonight, some showers and thunderstorms, low 71. Some storms can produce some gusty winds and heavy rain. Mostly sunny tomorrow, showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 90. The heat index, 97. And the weekend weather forecast, sweet relief. Should be pleasant on Saturday, mostly sunny. A chance of showers and thunderstorms, especially early in the day, high 76. And... As Daniel Boone might have sung, not Daniel Boone, the you-know-who, but the Daniel Boone, the musical artist, a beautiful Sunday, sunny, high 77. Right now in downtown Binghamton, a sultry 72 at News Radio 1290, WNBF, where news breaks first at 612. I'm Bob Joseph in Studio One, Binghamton's most beautiful broadcast studio. Kathy White is in the WNBF News Center with all the latest information from around our area and monitoring the stories that make news across the U.S. and around the world. Kathy Hochul 
is uh, making some big promises, making it seem as though a new era could start in 12 days in Albany. Time will tell. (laughs) Sounds like something you'd hear on one of the Sunday programs. Time will tell whether a new era will be ushered in as Governor Cuomo leaves and Kathy Hochul takes his place later this month. And that's one of the things we'll talk about during our Binghamton Now Talk program later today. WNBF News Time 6. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And Rumble Ponies had a loss last night at the stadium. They were blanked again by the Yard Goats. Binghamton was held scoreless for the second consecutive night as Hartford took game two of the series. The uh, Ponies' best chance to score came in the third when they had the bases loaded and one out before Yard Goat starter Matt Dennis got Brett Beatty to ground into a double play to escape the inning. The Yard Goats broke the scoreless tie in the seventh. Dustin Beggs walked the first two batters before Jared Robinson came on in relief. With two out, Jose Gomez hit an RBI single, scoring the go-ahead run. And then... Hartford added two runs in the eighth with a leadoff solo home run from Jamison Hanna and a wild pitch that scored Matt McLaughlin from third to extend their lead to three to nothing. That was the final. 3-0 in favor of Hartford. The teams continue their series tonight. First pitch at 6-35. In Queens, pinch hitter Brandon Drury delivered a tie-breaking single in the eighth inning. The Mets rallied from a pair of three-run deficits to defeat Washington 8-7, completing a game that was suspended the night before. Pete Alonzo broke out of an 0-for-21 slump with three hits, including an RBI double that pulled the Mets to um, uh, within 7-6. to six. Now the 1-2 pitch. That's driven into center field pretty deep. Robles looking up, and that ball is off the wall. Nimmo around second, around third. He will head home. The throw home way late. Alonzo with an RBI double at second. Each 15th double of the season, the Mets have trimmed it to one, now 7-6 to six Nationals. So that's what happened in the bottom of the seventh with a call on 66. Oh, no, not 66. News Radio 880, WCBS. No, yes, WCBS. Um, Got to keep these uh, radio stations straight. Luke Voigt had a two-run single in the Yankees' three-run first inning. And New York beat Kansas City 5-2 to two for their 12th straight series victory over the Royals. Elsewhere in sports, the NCAA says its long investigation of the Baylor sexual assault scandal will result in nothing more than probation and relatively minor sanctions. The ruling came more than five years after the scandal rocked the world's largest Baptist university. Former Baylor football coach Art Bryles has avoided penalties, but the former coach was far from unscathed in the infractions report. The committee says he failed to report information or personally look further into allegations of potentially criminal conduct by his players. Bryles was fired in May 2016. That's the latest in sports from News Radio 1290. Coming up in just a couple of minutes or so, we'll hear from Dr. Sanjay Gupta, Better Life. He says, hey, forget about getting back to normal. Let's 
get better than we were. Not normal, better. You're listening to First News Binghamton on a Thursday morning. And it's time to check out Money News from Jim Ryan. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Consumer prices did rise last month, but not as much as in prior months. And economists are taking that as a sign that inflation may be slowing after reaching a 13-year peak. The CPI was up half a percent last month compared to 0.9% in June. Investors took encouragement from those numbers, sending the Dow Jones 220 points higher to 35.44. The S&P up 11 points to 44.47. New record closes for both. The Nasdaq Composite gave up 23 points. With the coronavirus Delta variant spreading, McDonald's has joined Coca-Cola and Amazon in pushing back the reopenings of their corporate offices by at least a month and or requiring workers to be fully vaccinated. Coke rival Mountain Dew, meanwhile, will launch a spiked version of its beverage early next year. Hard Mountain Dew will come in original citrus, black cherry and watermelon flavors with a 5% alcohol content. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Spiked Mountain Dew. Well, that's something. (laughs) I don't know if it's something good, but it's definitely something. And probably when it hits the shelves, out of curiosity, I'll, I'll try it once at least to see what all the kids will be talking about. Good morning. It's Thursday, August 12, 2021. Let's think healthy thoughts now with our good buddy, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, sponsored by UHS. Better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Forget about getting back to normal. You can do even better. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. I'm the kind of guy who likes to learn from the past as a way to inform the decisions I make in the future. Analytical, data-driven, that's me. As each of us works to turn our world's right side up again, I think there are some silver linings we can take away from the pandemic and carry forward. For one, I have learned to slow down a bit and even live in the moment. I'm spending a lot less time on my devices and a lot more time soaking up the special moments with my family. It turns out work can be a lot more flexible than we once thought it could be. That's something we shouldn't forget. I've also gotten better at being adaptable, going with the flow, and even on the worst of days, I've always taken a few minutes now to really reflect on the things I'm thankful for. It's good for my physical and mental health. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit beefy, or even with type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Affordable term life insurance is out there. Call term provider and speak with Big Lou at 800-481-1458. 800-481-1458 or visit BigLou.com. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Napa know-how. At Napa, get a $10 gift card when you buy a 5-quart jug of Mobile One motor oil for $27.99. A deal so rich, they'll call you an oil tycoon. Yep, with great oil for $27.99 and $10 back, all you'll need is a monocle. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating locations, does not include state local tax or recycling fees. Appetite sales price may not be available in some states. Rebate restrictions apply. Offer ends 831-21. Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta every weekday morning around 620. Sponsored by UHS here on WNBF. Well, you know, 
they can never leave anything the same. Isn't that true? <laughs> it's true. You go to the store, they rearrange stuff, the, the items that were on the shelves in one place for uh, the last couple of years suddenly to be cute. They rearrange them. Why? Because some brilliant person thought it was cute to uh, make some changes, maybe because they're bored. Or on radio stations, sometimes they make changes. They uh, rearrange programs and change the schedules. Why? Who knows? Now, the same could be said for Twitter. Twitter, and I'm sorry, I don't like to think I'm addicted to Twitter, but maybe I am. So I checked out Twitter a couple of minutes ago for the first time this morning. I'm saying there's something wrong. Well, maybe not wrong. There's just something different about the Twitter. So I had to check to see what's going on. Is it my imagination? One more time. No. Twitter rolling out its chirp font. That's what they call it, a chirp font, meaning your daily scrolling is going to look a little different. This is according to TheVerge.com. So Twitter's main account uh, posted about the change on Wednesday. The uh, Twitter says the chirp font is one part of a broader brand refresh that they unveiled in January. So if you check Twitter this morning, you might say, there they go again. Fixing something that wasn't broken. WNBF News Time 624. Coming up, traffic and weather. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 625 WNBF with traffic and weather together. No traffic trouble to report so far on this Thursday. The weather forecast, another heat advisory will be in effect today. It'll be from noon to 7, mostly sunny today, 92. Heat index rising to 101. Some showers and thunderstorms tonight. That could produce gusty winds and heavy rain, 71. And then tomorrow, mostly sunny. Chance of showers and thunderstorms, the high 90. Heat index tomorrow, 97. Saturday, mostly sunny. Showers and thunderstorms possible, high 76. Right now, it's a delightful 72 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 626 coming up. We'll take a look at entertainment. Six twenty-eight. It would be a good time for entertainment news from Jason Nathanson. ABC Entertainment News. We're just hours away from Jennifer Hudson's debut as Aretha Franklin in the film Respect. Many know that Hudson was Franklin's handpicked choice to play her in the movie. Oh, let's try it again, Jason. Take it from the top. Entertainment News. We're just hours away from Jennifer Hudson's debut as Aretha Franklin in the film Respect. Many know that Hudson was Franklin's handpicked choice to play her in the movie, and Hudson says that's a lot of pressure. Like it's exciting, but it, it gives me anxiety at the same time. Like, oh God, what did I do? What's happening? Is she gonna be? Is, will she be happy? I don't know. It's a lot of emotions, but I guess because it's it's personal to me, you know. Respect premieres this weekend. Only in theaters. Tonight, it's the season premiere of the final season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the cop comedy that started on Fox and will end on NBC. We'll get two episodes a week. 
30 years ago today. The Sandman entered Metallica's self-titled fifth studio album known as The Black Album, hit shelves, becoming one of the biggest metal albums of all time. And happy birthday to actress Yvette Nicole Brown. The community star is 50 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 70 degrees at 630. Forecast for today. You got another heat advisory going into effect at noon today. Mostly sunny. High in the low 90s. And the heat index value around 100 to 102. Purdue Pharma's quest to settle thousands of lawsuits over OxyContin's toll is entering its final phase with the grudging acceptance of most of those who have claims against the company. A confirmation hearing is to open in the U.S. Bankruptcy Court today for a deal that removes control of the company from the members of the wealthy Sackler family and requires them to contribute $4.5 billion to opioid abatement. While most states and others with claims have signed on, there's still deep anger that the Sackler family members would receive protection from lawsuits under the deal. Two Afghan officials and the Taliban say militants have seized the provincial capital of Ghanzi. The capture today marks the 10th provincial capital seized by the insurgents in the last week. Asian shares are falling as caution set in among investors following another wobbly day of trading on Wall Street. Benchmarks fell in Japan, China, and South Korea, as well as Australia, although the decline was minor. Worries remain in the region about the regulatory crackdown in China, as well as the coronavirus case is rising not only in China, but in other Asian countries. Tokyo and the nation of Japan overall are reaching record highs in reported COVID-19 cases. Vaccination rollouts have been slow in some parts of Asia, and worries are growing about the new variants. Wall Street shares closed mostly higher. WMBF First News Time, 632. Broome County is not to the point of putting sweeping pandemic restrictions back into place, but an over 600% increase in new cases and a new death attributed to COVID-19 has county officials constantly assessing the options, and officials say a future state of emergency may not be out of the question. Executive Jason Garner says the county will resume regular case updates and is strongly urging residents go back to wearing masks inside to try to get a handle on the surge. The main defense remains getting everyone who is eligible vaccinated, as Garner says a majority of COVID cases are among those who are unvaccinated. Information on upcoming vaccination clinics in Broome County can be found at www.gobroomcounty.com. Garner told reporters during a video news conference yesterday that no one wants to go back to the over 200 new cases a day the county endured over the winter. And the last thing anyone wants is another shutdown. The Democrat says the county could pull back from the brink if people get vaccinated and if residents take precautions against the highly contagious Delta variant by wearing masks while indoors, socially distancing, and washing hands. Public Health Director Rebecca Kaufman says for people who use the excuse against getting vaccinated that they are healthy and they will recover, they still have the potential of getting very sick and or spreading the virus to others, including the very young who still are not eligible to get a vaccine. 
WMBF First News Time 633. Restrictions put into place in Pennsylvania during the outbreak of the coronavirus pandemic cannot be the basis of legal action against the Commonwealth or the governor, according to a federal ruling. A federal appeals court has dismissed a judge's ruling that had thrown out Governor Tom Wolf's sweeping COVID-19 restrictions. The third district court of appeals says that the issue is now moot because statewide mitigation measures have expired and Pennsylvania voters have since constrained a governor's emergency powers. The Philadelphia-based appeals court ruled that since Wolf's stay-at-home order, limits on crowd size and business closures are no longer in effect, there is no relief that this court can grant. Wednesday's order instructed U.S. District Judge William Stickman the fourth to vacate his ruling that Wolf's pandemic restrictions were unconstitutional. An Endicott woman's blatant disregard for the life of a child and other motorists could get her up to four years in prison following her conviction under Leandra's law. The Broome County District Attorney's Office says Amanda Diaz placed the lives of a seven-year-old and others in dangers with her actions. A Broome County jury yesterday convicted Diaz of felony aggravated driving while intoxicated with a child, as well as endangering the welfare of a child. Prosecutors say Diaz was driving on Route 17 in the town of Union while intoxicated on Halloween and had a seven-year-old child in the car when motorists notified the New York State Police that Diaz was stopped on the highway. The district attorney's office commended the jury for the guilty verdict and praised the Good Samaritans who stopped and possibly presented, quote, a catastrophic incident. Sentencing is set for October. It's 635 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF Sleep. To learn more, visit inspiresleep.com. Inspire Sleep Apnea Innovation. Inspire is not for everyone. Talk to your doctor to see if it's right for you and review important safety information at inspiresleep.com. Thursday morning. Good morning. This is Bob Joseph speaking to you from Studio One here at WNBS Fabulous Broadcast Center. Coming up on today's Binghamton Now program, I'm sure we'll continue to uh, focus on Andrew Cuomo with his troubles and then the promises. The promises being made now by Kathy Hochul, front page of the Times this morning. Hochul vows to transform tone of governor's office, signals a major cultural shift in Albany as she distances herself from Cuomo. I listened to the news conference, along with many other New Yorkers, on Wednesday afternoon. If you uh, heard Kathy Hochul, or just bits and pieces from our news conference, we'd like to hear from you on Binghamton Now. Also coming up today, well, this will be interesting, Andrew Giuliani. Remember him? Of course you do. Andrew Giuliani, he's a Republican candidate for governor. We will speak live with Andrew Giuliani on Binghamton Now. Today, it all starts after the 8 o'clock news for you on WNBF. It's 6. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 640, an update on the highways and byways of the Twin Tiers. And at the moment, not much is going on. If you see something, call us and let us know. 
Broome County Highway advises that striping of various roadways with their specialized paint truck will continue today and tomorrow, so watch out. If you're going to be striping, pay attention and, oh, please, it's just my personal request. Please, if they're doing striping, don't drive over the lines that have just been painted onto the roadway. Can you manage that? Hey, thanks. Sorry, I'm supposed to infuse my personal request into the traffic report, but doesn't that always frost your flakes when somebody intentionally drives over the freshly painted lines? It ruins the effect, but I know what they're up to. They're individualists. Now the weather forecast. Mostly sunny today, 92, but the heat index could pop up to 101. So there will be a heat advisory in effect today from noon to 7 p.m., according to the National Weather Service. Tonight, showers, thunderstorms. Some storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. Low 71, mostly sunny tomorrow. A chance of showers and thunderstorms late in the day, a high 90. But the heat index tomorrow will be up to 97. Saturday, Sunday, it will be much more pleasant. Mostly sunny Saturday with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, especially early in the day, high 76. Sunny on Sunday, high 77. Right now it's 72 in downtown Binghamton. And News Radio 1290, where news breaks first, coming up in just three minutes. A look at sports on this Wednesday morning. We'll tell you how the Rumble Ponies did last night against the Yard Goats at the stadium. Also, we'll give you the... Uh, Report on how the Mets did in Queens and how the Yankees did. I believe they're in Kansas City. So we have a lot to talk about from the world of sports right after that. Money news, the business update, and at 6.50, Kim Commando with her tech update talking about improvements that could happen for people who live in rural areas, people who have been waiting for high-speed broadband access. It's all coming up for you on First News. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. The 645 update at WNBF. Rumble Ponies played last night against the Yard Goats again, and sadly, they were blanked again by Hartford. The final was 3 to nothing. The teams face off tonight at the stadium as they continue their six game series. First pitch scheduled for 635. In Queens, well, rain continues to affect the Mets. The uh, Tuesday night game was scratched by um, Mother Nature because of rain. And uh, they did continue the uh, Tuesday night game, which briefly got started before it had to stop because of rain Tuesday. Pinch hitter Brandon Drury delivered a tie-breaking single in the eighth inning. Mets rallied from a pair of three-run deficits to defeat Washington 8-7 to to complete the suspended game. Pete Alonzo broke out of an 0-for-21 slump with three hits, including an RBI double that pulled the Mets to 7-6. to uh, As we mentioned, rain um, did play a factor in Queens last night. Teams were scheduled to play their regular game. 
Uh, it was going to be a seven-inning contest, but it was postponed because a storm was approaching, so it's been rescheduled as part of a doubleheader. It will start, I believe, right around noon today. So we'll see if they can play a pair today as the Mets wrap up their series against the Nationals. Luke Voigt had a two-run single in New York's three-run first inning. The Yankees beat Kansas City 5-2. to two. And this will be interesting. Coming up for the Yankees, a very special game this evening. They will be playing in Iowa in the Field of Dreams contest. Matchup uh, will be the Yankees, I believe, and the White Sox. New York starting pitcher Andrew Haney discussed starting the team's uh, game in the Field of Dreams contest tonight. It uh, was the first, or will be the first, a Major League Baseball game ever played in Iowa. You know, honestly, we're flying in tomorrow morning. I think we're going straight to the field, and so I'll kind of figure out once we get there how much time I got to, you know, maybe take a look around, get get outside of my routine, and then uh, once, once you know, about, I guess it's a 6-10 game, so once about 3.30 hits, like, it's time for me to kind of start getting locked in, so. Oh, I wish I could be there. Dyersville, Iowa. Field of Dreams game. Can you imagine? Yeah, should have planned ahead. Major League Baseball constructed a 7,911-seat pop-up ballpark adjacent to the small field created for the 1989 Field of Dreams film. Well, there you go. Uh, maybe I'll watch that tonight. 648 WNBF. And it's time for money news on your Thursday morning. Global shares are mostly mixed as caution set in among investors after banks and industrial companies helped lift stocks mostly higher on Wall Street Wednesday. Shares in early Tuesday, or rather early Thursday trading in Europe, while benchmarks slipped in Japan, China, and South Korea. They inched up a bit in Australia. Worries remain in Asia about the regulatory crackdown in China as COVID cases rise in the region, threatening to slow economic growth. Tokyo and other regions of Japan are reaching record highs in reported COVID cases. Vaccination rollouts have been slow in some parts of Asia, and worries are growing about the new coronavirus variants. Alabama's attorney general says the state has reached a $3 million settlement with Tyson Farms over a wastewater spill that killed 175,000 fish. It was one of the largest recorded fish kills in the history of Alabama. The lawsuit alleged the meat company illegally discharged thousands of gallons of partially treated wastewater in May and June of 2019 that ended up in the state's waters after a pipe failed. The spill angered area residents in northern Alabama as waves of dead and decomposing fish washed down the river for days. So that's why you probably don't want to live near a chicken plant. Or maybe you do. It's a free country. That's the latest from the business world on News Radio 1290. First News Binghamton, let's talk tech with Kim Commando because it's 650.
The most rural parts of America have never had Internet connectivity as good as cities and towns. President Biden wants to use some of the $1 trillion infrastructure bill to run physical lines. Call it Biden Bandwidth. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Rural America has had access to the Internet for decades. HughesNet uses a small dish to provide 25 megabit connectivity where there are no physical lines. It's slow and expensive. But soon, before Biden's backwoods lines ever go up, Elon Musk's Starlink service, 1,700 small satellites crisscrossing the globe will bring high-speed Internet to the entire world. It's fast and expensive. The feds have already given almost a trillion dollars to Starlink. Do we really need old-fashioned lines installed in our American rural communities? I say no. Let's put that money to better use, like tech education. Get more tech news 24-7 at commando.com. If you haven't tried Super Beats Heart Chews, you're missing out. You get all the fabulous, healthy heart benefits of eating beets without the hassle of juicing. Let me tell you, I used to make beet juice, and it was a ton of work. Now, I just eat two Super Beats Heart Chews a day. Super Beats Heart Chews combine non-GMO beets with a powerful new ingredient, grapeseed extract. The grapeseed extract used in Super Beats Chews has been clinically shown to be two times as effective at supporting normal blood pressure as a healthy lifestyle alone. And better blood pressure means more energy, the way nature intended, without the jittery caffeine or stimulants. Just two delicious chews a day is all you need. I exercise every single day, and having enough energy and stamina is important. Do what I did, and support your heart health with delicious Super Beats Chews. Get your Super Beats Chews today at kimsbeats.com. And when you buy two bags, they'll throw in the third one for free. That's kimsbeats.com, kimsbeats.com. 652, of course, Kim Commando brings us tech news every weekday morning at 650 on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Coming up at 7, ABC will cover the nation and the world. And right after that, live from the WNBF News Center, the latest information for you and your family from Kathy White. This is WNBF, where news breaks first. You can always hear us on the radio at AM 1290. And now more than ever, it's important to be able to catch us on the app wherever you go. You're connected with WNBF if you have the app installed on your phone or other appropriate device. WNBF News Time 6 Resulting in a total $40 donation. Sponsored by Marabito Energy Products and Pepsi. Purchase tickets at Ticketmaster today. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text 467-369. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And we have no traffic problems to report. Today it will be hot again with a high of 92. Right now it's 72 at WNBF. Coming up after the 8 o'clock news, Binghamton Now will talk with Ron Bornia about the Sacred Sites virtual tour coming up on Sunday. Keith Leahy, Executive Director of the Mental Health Association of the Southern Tier, and New York Republican candidate for governor, Andrew Giuliani. It's live and local Monday through Friday. We'll be listening for your calls as well. Binghamton Now from 8 to 10 this morning. I'm Bob Joseph on WNBF Binghamton, WNBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. 
morning it's 71 degrees at 7.05. Forecast for today as we have a heat advisory in effect starting at noon again today with heat indexes about 101. We do have a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms popping up. Some storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain if they do materialize. Broome County Sheriff's officials are investigating the cause of a fatal motorcycle crash this week in West Corners. Officials with the West Corners Fire Department say they were called to the Glendale Drive intersection with Campville Road at about quarter of 12 Tuesday night and found the driver, 42-year-old Jason Crissel of the town of Union, had been thrown from the Honda. He was pronounced dead a short time later. Authorities say it appears Crystal braked hard at the intersection. Not know if there was a mechanical problem or someone something entered the roadway. The authorities say speed may have contributed. The investigation by the sheriff's office is continuing. Broome County is renewing more frequent updates on the COVID-19 pandemic locally as a surge in cases spreads around the state, the country, and locally. County Executive Jason Garner says another resident has died due to COVID-19 as a dozen as dozens of new coronavirus cases are being reported daily. Garner reported yesterday morning that a woman in her 80s is the latest resident whose death is attributed to the coronavirus. She is the 354th Broome County resident to die due to COVID-19. Garner says 37 new positive cases were recorded on Tuesday, bringing the total of active cases in the county to 217 right now. That's a 600% increase in cases over the last month. As of yesterday, 15 Broome County residents were hospitalized. The county executive says most of the current spread of the virus is linked to the Delta variant, mainly among those who have not been vaccinated. Garner is strongly urging people to wear masks even if they have received a vaccine. People who are sick should stay home and seek medical guidance. Kathy Hochul says she wants to make a few things clear. There's only one governor in New York, and that is Andrew Cuomo until she takes office on August 24th. There will be no place in her administration for anyone implicated of unethical behavior in the Cuomo investigation, and her administration will never harbor a toxic work environment. The incoming governor addressed the state and reporters yesterday. The Western New York moderate Democrat has been serving for the past several years as the state head of the regional economic development councils, including the one for the Southern Tier, and is widely seen as a force that understands parts of the state outside of New York City. Hochul deferred a question from a cable news reporter about a possible pardon for the current governor, saying it was too early to discuss that, but later told a major network that she has no plans for a pardon for the embattled governor. With Governor Cuomo announcing he would leave office in two weeks, it remains an open question of whether state lawmakers would nevertheless launch impeachment proceedings against him. It's unclear whether the political urgency in the state's legislature to push forward with impeachment compared to January when congressional Democrats moved quickly to impeach former President Donald Trump. The pressure has been mounting on Cuomo to resign or fall deeper into public disgrace as impeachment grew more likely. Moving forward no longer be about removing him from the governor's mansion, but barring him from running for future statewide office. One of the big initiatives by state and local law enforcement officials over the past several years has been cracking down on violations of seatbelt and child restraint laws, and now that goes for parks as well. New York State Police say an enforcement effort is currently underway checking for compliance with seatbelts and child safety seat use by motorists driving through targeted state parks. Friday, state police, along with the park police at Tucanic State Park near Ithaca, conducted a seatbelt safety check as part of a park occupant safety initiative 
During that check, rough of roughly 1,200 vehicles, 19 tickets were written with seven seatbelt violations, one child restraint violation, one use of a cell phone while operating a vehicle, and 10 miscellaneous violations. It's 710 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And on the highways and the byways around the Twin Tiers, we have no reports of significant issues. If we learn of any problems, any delays, or serious crashes, we will let you know here on First News Binghamton. The forecast from the National Weather Service mostly sunny today, high 92, heat index hitting 101. Wish it was 99.1, but no, it's going to be 101, according to the National Weather Service. Chance of showers and thunderstorms tonight. Some storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. Low 71, mostly sunny tomorrow. The chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 90. A heat advisory will be in effect today from noon till 7. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 72 at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 7-11. And coming up, we have a look at sports. Let's know how your favorite baseball teams did last night. Well, if that's the case, if it's going to be your favorite baseball team, so have to check out the final for the Red Sox. But we'll also tell you how the Mets, Yankees, and Rumble Ponies did in our sports update at 7-15. Of course, 718 will be money news. We'll get the latest in Wall Street now from Jim Ryan at ABC. And uh, we have a few other things planned throughout this hour for you with the latest news and information to get you started on your Thursday, the 12th day of August. 2020. This is Brian Kilmeade reminding you to listen weekday mornings from 10 till noon to the Brian Kilmeade Show on News Radio 1290 WNBF. WNBF. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. <laughs> 7.15. This is a good thing I checked. Good thing I checked. Uh, at the Red Sox did for some reason i uh hadn't paid attention i just found out that um the red sox (laughs) defeated the uh, tampa bay rays at fenway last night 20 to 8 20 to 8 so the red sox moved within four games of the american league east leading rays with their highest scoring game since 2015 the Rays had not allowed at least 20 runs since 2007. J.D. Martinez got four of Boston's season-high 19 hits. The Red Sox began the first inning with three straight doubles by Kiki Hernandez, Ren- uh, Renfro, and Bogart. So, hey, 20, 20 to 8? Is it football? No. It's baseball at Fenway. Anyway, now closer to home, the Rumble Ponies... And more trouble yesterday or last night against Hartford at the stadium. Ponies were blanked again by the Yard Goats. Binghamton was held scoreless for the second consecutive night as Hartford took game two of the series, three to nothing. The teams will face each other again tonight, first pitch at 635. 
Mets. Mets did manage to finish their Tuesday night game, which had been suspended because of rain. Pinch hitter Brandon Drury delivered a tie-breaking single in the eighth inning. New York rallied from a pair of three-run deficits to defeat Washington 8-7. So they wrapped up the Tuesday night game that barely got started before the rain came. Pete Alonzo broke out of an 0-for-21 slump with three hits, including an RBI double that pulled the Mets to 7-6. New York tied it on a throwing error by rookie reliever Mason Thompson in the eighth and snapped a four-game slide, winning for only the third time in 12 games. The teams were supposed to play their regularly scheduled game last night night. It was going to be a seven-inning affair, but it was postponed because a storm was approaching. It's been rescheduled as part of a doubleheader starting at midday today. In Kansas City, Luke Voigt had a two-run single in New York's three-run first inning. The Yankees beat Kansas City 5-2 to for their 12th straight series victory over the Royals. Chad Green got the victory in relief as New York took two of three from Kansas City. Zach Britton earned his first save of the season. The game time temperature was 93 with a heat index of 102. The third straight game with a heat index above 100. So what I was thinking this morning as I heard that the uh, Mets were planning to play two games this afternoon in Queens. I don't know what the fans are gonna, going to think, but I can imagine that the players are not going to be particularly pleased with playing in the New York City heat this afternoon. I think the New York City heat index could be uh, somewhere between 105 and 110 this afternoon. So that's not really, even if you're a baseball player who enjoys heat, I'm guessing a lot of players are not going to be particularly amused, especially by the end of the second game. They'll be hoping for more rain. WNBF News Time, 718. Let's check money news with Jim Ryan. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Consumer prices did rise last month, but not as much as in prior months. And economists are taking that as a sign that inflation may be slowing after reaching a 13-year peak. The CPI was up half a percent last month compared to 0.9% in June. Investors took encouragement from those numbers, sending the Dow Jones 220 points higher to 35.44. The S&P up 11 points to 44.47. New record closes for both. The Nasdaq Composite gave up 23 points. With the coronavirus Delta variant spreading, McDonald's has joined Coca-Cola and Amazon in pushing back the reopenings of their corporate offices by at least a month and or requiring workers to be fully vaccinated. Coke rival Mountain Dew, meanwhile, will launch a spiked version of its beverage early next year. Hard Mountain Dew will come in original citrus, black cherry and watermelon flavors with a 5% alcohol content. Jim Ryan, ABC News. And, of course, we'll have more money news coming up in about 30 minutes right here on First News Binghamton. And we'll keep you posted with business developments throughout the day here on WNBF, where news breaks first. Of course, we'll have some interesting stories for you on WNBF on air here at AM 1290, also on your app at WNBF.com. And well, on your 
WNBF app or on your computer at WNBF.com. Make sure you have the app on your phone so you're always connected with your friends here at News Radio 1290. We do have an interesting status report. People are wondering when is that pedestrian mall project on Washington Street near the Metro Center going to be completed? Well, we have some information on that. On our website, the latest pictures, even some video of the work in progress. The Washington Street Pedestrian Mall, where the beloved Sidewalk of Stars once was located. Do you remember that? Everybody who came to Binghamton always enjoyed seeing the Sidewalk of Stars before it was unceremoniously ripped up and taken away. (laughs) Put behind closed doors. So anyway, the new pedestrian mall is taking shape. We have the uh, latest report, how things are going with the project on our website, WNBF.com, including a little bit of the video of uh, the workers. I have to say, it's hard enough to take the video with the heat index at about 100. I thought the camera was going to melt, but it had to be even more difficult for the workers who were involved in that project. Listening to News Radio 1290 on a Thursday morning, I'm Bob Joseph. Kathy White is in the WNBF News Center. She'll have a complete update at Sid. It's First News Binghamton. Let's see what's going on in the wide world of politics. Now your political insights from ABC News. Dominion Voting Systems billion-dollar defamation lawsuits against MyPillow CEO Mike Lindell, Rudy Giuliani, and Sidney Powell can go forward after a ruling from a Trump-appointed federal judge. New York Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul says she is ready to lead after Governor Cuomo steps down. She'll become that state's first female governor. Government officials confirmed to ABC News that later today the FDA is expected to authorize a third vaccine booster shot for immune-compromised people. President Biden insisting his child care, education, and health improvement bills will not add to the federal debt. This isn't going to be anything like my predecessor, whose unpaid tax cuts and other spending added nearly eight trillion dollars in his four years to the national debt. The president wants to raise taxes on the wealthy and corporations. Republicans won't approve that, so every Senate Democrat must for it to pass. Andy Field, ABC News. WNBF News Time, 725. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And we have no reports of trouble on this Thursday morning around Broome and Tauga counties, as well as the surrounding areas. You may call us on the traffic tip line. If you see something, say something. Let us know at 607-772-1290. The National Weather Service has posted another heat advisory. It'll be in effect today from noon to 7. Mostly sunny today, high 92. The heat index reaching 101. Chance of showers and thunderstorms tonight, low 71. Mostly sunny tomorrow with a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 90. And Saturday, mostly sunny. Chance of a few showers and thunderstorms would be a lot more pleasant, though, high 76. Right now in downtown Binghamton at 72 at News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 726. 
One day after Governor Cuomo announced he'll be stepping down, Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul actually spoke to reporters and called on many reporters who rarely have a chance to ask questions to top Albany officials. Hochul confirmed her move to the governor's office starting August 24th. She said any staffers named in the attorney general's report contributing to retaliation efforts against current and former employees including Lindsay Boylan will be kicked out. No one has named who is named as anything doing anything unethical in the report will remain in my administration. All right. And we will see about that. She also said she plans to ensure that her administration doesn't resemble the toxic workplace that was discussed in the state attorney general's report that addressed allegations against Andrew Cuomo, allegations that had been made by 11 different women. I've been traveling the state and do not spend much time uh, in his presence or in the presence of many in the state capitol, but that is what has been being reported. And I'm going to stand right here. At the end of my term, whenever it ends, no one will ever describe my administration as a toxic work environment. Kathy Hochul scheduled to become New York's 57th governor on August 24th. WNBF News Time, 7:20. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Morning at 71 degrees at 7:30. The forecast for today, well, another warm one. Let's put it that way. 71 degrees right now, but the high today could be getting even up into the mid 90s with an even warmer heat index as we move forward. The coronavirus still waging heavy on the minds of many around the country, including in Texas, where there is a dispute over a mask mandate. Dallas County's chief executive, Clay Jenkins, ordered that the thousands of businesses and schools in the county begin formulating new policies to combat COVID. The health and safety policy must require universal indoor masking, for all employees and visitors. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has issued a statement saying, quote, the time for mask mandates is over and that now is the time for personal responsibility. He insists that Jenkins and any other elected official requiring masks is breaking the law. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Purdue Pharma's quest to settle thousands of lawsuits over OxyContin's toll is entering its final phase with the grudging acceptance of most of those who have claims against the company. A confirmation hearing is to open in U.S. bankruptcy court today for a deal that removes control of the company from the members of the wealthy Sackler family and requires them to contribute $4.5 billion to opioid abatement. A wildfire is threatening several Montana towns, and a California blaze remains the largest in the nation as the western United States continues to burn. Fire officials say the Richard Spring Fire jumped a road yesterday and advanced across the northern Cheyenne Indian Reservation. The towns of Ashland and Lame Deer are under evacuation orders. In California, the Dixie Fire has burned over 780 square miles and more than 550 homes. It's only 30% contained. The wildfires are among more than 100 burning over a dozen western states. 
WMBF First News Time 733. For a third day, our region is being advised the combination of heat and humidity will make it feel like it's around 100 degrees. The National Weather Service again has a heat advisory for noon today until 7 tonight. The heat index inches up from a possible 101 yesterday to up to 102 today, again posing the risk for heat-related illness. Another warm, muggy night is predicted for tonight with low temperatures in the upper 60s and low 70s. A break from the highs in the 90s is expected for the weekend with the Binghamton area looking at the mid to upper 70s. People planning a trip to the beach on Lake Ontario this weekend around Sandy Pond may have to pack a cover-up. The highs there expected to be in the low 70s on Saturday. Broome County is not to the point of putting sweeping pandemic restrictions back in place, but an over 600% increase in new cases and a new death attributed to COVID-19 has county officials constantly assessing the options, and officials say a future state of emergency may not be out of the question. Executive Jason Garner says the county will resume regular case updates and is strongly urging residents to go back to wearing masks inside to try to get a handle on the surge. The main defense remains getting Getting everyone who is eligible vaccinated against COVID-19. As Garner says, a majority of COVID cases are among those unvaccinated. Information on upcoming vaccination clinics in Broome County can be found at www.gobroomcounty.com. An Endicott woman's blatant disregard for the life of a child and other motorists could get her up to four years in prison following her conviction under Leandra's law. The Broome County District Attorney's Office says Amanda Diaz plays the lives of a seven-year-old and others in danger by her actions. A Broome County jury yesterday convicted Diaz of felony aggravated driving while intoxicated with a child as well as endangering the welfare of a child. Prosecutors say Diaz was driving on Route 17 in the town of Union while intoxicated on Halloween and had a seven-year-old child in the car when motorists notified the New York State Police that Diaz was stopped on the highway. The district attorney's office commended the jury for the guilty verdict and praised the Good Samaritans who stopped and possibly prevented a catastrophic incident. Sentencing is set for October. New York Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul is pledging to set a better tone in state government after the sexual harassment scandal that spurred Governor Andrew Cuomo's resignation. Hochul spoke yesterday, a day after the Democratic governor's announcement that he was going to step down. He denies touching anyone inappropriately. Hochul says she plans to bring in new people to her administration, and there will not be a place for any Cuomo aides who are implicated in unethical behavior by the state attorney general's investigation of Cuomo's behavior. Hochul, a Democrat, will become the state's first female governor when she takes over from Cuomo in just a few days on August 24th. It's 735, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WNBF. Seven thirty-seven at WNBF. Bob Joseph with you live and local in the beautiful Parlor City, also known as Binghamton. One of these days, I don't know if it'll be this day, but soon we're going to find out the official population of the city of Binghamton. What will it be? The twenty twenty census, of course, was uh, a difficult count to say the least. That might be an understatement, and some people probably fear there will be an undercount in many places, including some cities. So when the official population 
statistics are released for fine cities like Binghamton, we will have to see what what happens. Now, I was stunned when the 2010 numbers came out. Gee, it would be about a decade ago when it indicated that Binghamton's official population actually rose very slightly over the, the previous years compared to the 2000 census. The 2010 official population count for Binghamton was 47,376. Now, you look back over the last 10 years, you would have to say Binghamton's population must have dropped somewhat. Must have. But who knows by how much. So once the official numbers are released, well, then we'll see. Looking back over the years, apparently Binghamton's top official population was 70 years ago. 1950, the census claimed 80,674 people actually lived in the city of Binghamton. It's been downhill ever since. So stay tuned. What will Binghamton's population be? I just tweeted, I still worry that Binghamton's population is going to dip below 40,000 one of these decades. And it's my personal belief that Binghamton needs more people. So come on, people. Move to Binghamton. If you live in Johnson City, Andwell, Vestal, Windsor, move to Binghamton. We Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. From County Highway Department advises that ditching work is going on this week on Glenwood Road, Owen Hill Road, and Knapp Hill Road. So use caution in those areas. Of course, patchwork is also going on in some parts of Broome County, Upper Lyle and Pagebrook Roads, for example. So keep your eyes open. Watch out for work crews wherever they are, whether it's county crews, DOT crews, or local Cruise. A lot of projects are underway right now around the Twin Tiers. Pay attention. If possible, try to avoid the work zones. Actually can be helpful with less congestion and uh, may save yourself a little time. Otherwise, don't look at your phone. Don't look at your radio. Don't look at anything except straight ahead. Keep your vehicle under control. And uh, leave a little extra distance between yourself and other vehicles because I think we've all seen some of the fine antics that occur in work zones. Sometimes people get confused, puzzled, or dazed by work zones. You don't know what they're going to do. So, never know. I've <laughs> seen some interesting. Interesting sudden stops in some work zones, so be careful out there today, every day. Here's the forecast from the National Weather Service. Mostly sunny today, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms early. The likelihood of showers and thunderstorms will increase by late afternoon. High today, 92. The heat index rising to 101. There will be another heat advisory in effect today from noon to 7. Tonight, showers, thunderstorms. Some storms will produce gusty winds and heavy rain, low 71. Partly sunny tomorrow with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 90. The heat index tomorrow, 97. For the weekend, delightful, mostly sunny Saturday, a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 76. Sunny Sunday, high 77. Right now, 
a sultry 72 in downtown Binghamton. Coming up, Thursday morning sports, WNBF News Time, 7 Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Rumble Ponies got blanked again by the Yard Goats. Here's the story as presented on the Rumble Ponies website. Binghamton was held scoreless for the second consecutive night as Hartford took game two of the series, three to nothing. At the stadium, the Ponies' best chance to score came in the third when they had the bases loaded and one out before Yard Goat starter Matt Dennis got Brett Beatty to ground into a double play to escape the inning. The Yard Goats broke the scoreless tie in the seventh inning. Dustin Beggs walked the first two batters before Jared Robinson came on in relief with two out. Jose Gomez hit an RBI single, scoring the go-ahead run. Hartford would add on two runs in the eighth inning with a leadoff solo home run from Jamison Hanna and a wild pitch that scored Matt McLaughlin from third to extend their lead to three to nothing. Binghamton and Hartford will play again tonight. First pitch, 635. Stay hydrated. Fans and players, the uh, Yankees last night had uh, a win in Kansas City. They, uh, well, they did have a win. I'm <laughs> Hold on a second here. I'm losing track. It's too much happening. Uh, Luke Voigt had a two-run single in New York's 3-1 first. New York beats Kansas City 5-2 for their 12th straight series victory over the Royals. What fascinates me about the Yankees is where they will be tonight. They will be in Dyersville, Iowa. As the New York Post reports, uh, Ken Davidoff with the story. The Yankees will wake up this morning in Kansas City. The White Sox will awaken in Minneapolis. Then they'll meet up in a different time zone. The early 20th century, one of the most hyped regular season contests in Major League Baseball history is planned for tonight. The weather forecast is encouraging. The Yankees and White Sox will face off in the Field of Dreams game. And again, this is according to the New York Post and writer Ken Davidoff, certainly the first real-life competition to take place at a de facto movie set. Major League Baseball constructed a pop-up ballpark adjacent to the small field created for the 1989 Oscar-nominated film and maintained it ever since. This is going to be interesting. The Field of Dreams game tonight in Iowa. First Major League Baseball game ever in Iowa. So something to look forward to. Last night in Queens, pinch hitter Brandon Drury delivered a tie-breaking single in the eighth inning. The Mets rallied from a pair of three-run deficits to defeat Washington 8-7, to so they completed the Tuesday night game that was suspended. Pete Alonzo broke out of an 0-for-21 slump with three hits, including an RBI double that pulled the Mets to 7-6. New York tied it up on a throwing error by a rookie reliever Mason Thompson in the eighth and snapped a four-game slide, winning for only the third time in 12 games. Teams were supposed to play their regularly scheduled game last night. It was going to be seven innings, but it was postponed because a storm was approaching. It's been rescheduled as part of a doubleheader this afternoon. Well, that ought to be pleasant. (laughs) The heat index approaching 110 in Queens. 
Well, I'm sure they'll sell a lot of bottled water. I don't know what bottled water goes for in Queens at a Major League Baseball game, but I would say today, if they want to make lots of money, which, of course, it's a Major League Baseball venue, so they'll want to make a lot of money, they ought to charge for, say, a 20-ounce bottle. They could charge $20. And if you want ice cold, they could charge $50. That's the latest in sports from News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 749. Business News. Seven fifty business news on WNBF WNBF dot com. Asian shares fell in early Thursday trading. Caution set in among investors following another wobbly day of trading on Wall Street. The benchmarks fell in Japan, China, and South Korea, as well as Australia. Although the decline was minor. Looking ahead to Wall Street today. Stocks uh, trading starting at 9.30. The Dow futures are up 36. The NASDAQ futures are up 8. A federal judge has cleared the way for a defamation case by Dominion Voting Systems to proceed against Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, and Mike Lindell, allies of former President Trump, who had all falsely accused the company of rigging the 2020 presidential election. Judge Carl Nichols handed down a ruling that found there was no blanket protection on political speech. He also denied an argument from two of the defendants that the federal court in Washington wasn't the proper venue for the case. The ruling came just a day after the vote-counting machine maker filed defamation lawsuits against right-wing broadcasters and another Trump ally. In allowing the lawsuit to go forward, the judge said Dominion had adequately proved that Powell made statements that could lead to a lawsuit because a reasonable juror could conclude that they were either statements of fact or statements of opinion that implied or relied upon facts that are provably false. Dominion has sought $1.3 billion in damages from the trio. Oh, by the way, Rudy Giuliani's son, Andrew Giuliani, will join us live on Binghamton Now this morning. And we will be talking with Mr. Giuliani, who is seeking the Republican nomination for governor next year. We'll ask him a thing or two about Andrew Cuomo and maybe a thing or two about Kathy Hochul. By the way, breaking news now. Kathy Hochul has just revealed that she is going to run for governor. And apparently she uh, just said that on NBC. So Kathy Hochul will run for election as governor in 2022. WNBF News Time 7... Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 7:55, it's a nice smooth commute for more, most people around the Twin Tiers. No significant delays, no major crashes reported to the traffic desk. Of course, we'll keep you informed as we go throughout the morning right here as we transition over to Binghamton now. If we learn of any 
big crashes or delays, we'll let you know so we can keep you out of a jam. Now, the forecast from the National Weather Service. A heat advisory will be in effect today from noon to 7. Mostly sunny, a chance of showers and thunderstorms. Some of the storms this afternoon could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. High 92, the heat index rising to 101. Mostly cloudy tonight with a chance of showers and thunderstorms. Low 71, partly sunny tomorrow. Some showers, some thunderstorms. High 90, heat index tomorrow 97. And then Saturday, mostly sunny, a chance of showers and thunderstorms. Much more pleasant, high 76. Right now it's 75 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 757. Coming up at 8 o'clock, ABC News covers the world. Right after that, Kathy White live with the Twin Tiers News Update from the WNBF News Center. Also, in just a moment, we'll have a preview of the Thursday edition of Binghamton Now here on WNBF. And WNBF. The Don Giovanni Show. Hello, friends. I'm back. Back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9 with Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes is back with me, Old Brown Eyes. And Sundays from noon to 3. That's right. An Italian house party get together right here where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF. WNBF. Thank you, Donald. Also, uh, keep in mind on the weekends here at News Radio 1290, the one and only William V. Flynn. So if you like oldies on Saturdays and focus on Sundays, you're in luck. William V. Flynn on formal Radio 1290. Right after the news, it will be the Thursday edition of Binghamton Now. I'm Bob Joseph. I'll be your host over the next couple of hours. Look forward to hearing from you. If you want to call in, you can call us at 772-1290. We will be speaking with Ron Bornia about the Sacred Sites virtual tour this Sunday. Also, Andrew Giuliani, a candidate for governor, and Keith Leahy of the Mental Health Association of the Southern Tier. It's live, it's local, it's Binghamton now. Join me right after the news on WNB.